Is financial stress a burden you bear? Is paying your bills a monthly scare? Debt collectors, constant calls, robbing Peter to pay the Pauls. That's not how it's supposed to be. The good news is you can be free. You can live an abundant life free of constant financial strife. Let's put the power back in your hands so you don't bow to debt's demands. Get happy, y'all. Today, we're talking about how to end financial stress forever and ever. Amen. This is the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast with tips, tools, and biblical truth to build your brand, business, or ministry. If you're a Christian speaker, writer, coach, or entrepreneur, this is the podcast you've been praying for. Get ready to increase your impact, income, and influence. Here are your hosts, the mother, her son, and his wife doing business, ministry, and life to shape the culture for Christ. Tamara Lowe, Zach Lowe, and Jillian Lowe. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast. Today's topic, end financial stress forever. And Coach Tam, I see you've got a PowerPoint. So if you guys are listening and you want to get a little extra visual enhancement of this episode, head over to the YouTube Search the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast, and you will find this exciting episode and financial stress forever. All right, Coach Tam, we see your screen. We're listening. What do we got today? Well, I'm going to kick it off with a few thoughts for you. And I know that we have a lot of things to talk about today, but I wanted to show you some pictures. So I put together a few slides to show you some pictures. And we're talking today about how to end financial stress forever. And I promise you, beloved, I don't care how stressed out you've been about finances and money and paying the bills. I don't care if it's been a lifelong ingrained habit that you're in bondage to. If you will pay attention today and if you will take action on the things that we are sharing, you will be set free because that's no way for you to live. That's no way for God's people to live in constant stress about finances. So I want to start off by saying that the way to end financial stress forever in the monetary sense, because some of it is mindset, right? A lot of the anxiety and, and stresses we feel and distraction that we feel is really between our ears. But in terms of the dollars and cents of it, or the euros or the yen or the dinero, wherever you're from, we want to position ourselves to write our own paycheck. But that's not enough, okay? We want to be able to write our own paycheck because if somebody else is writing your paycheck, they have options that don't include you. And so you need to get yourself some options that don't include them. But writing your own paycheck is not enough because some of you already have businesses that you support your family with, or maybe you are in full-time ministry. Maybe you're the pastor of a church. And so in a sense, because of your business, because of your entrepreneurship, you are already writing your own paycheck, but you're still under financial stress, even if your business is doing well, because there's so much for you to manage. So in order to eliminate financial stress, to end financial stress forever, it's not enough that you position yourself to write your own paycheck, although that is super, super important. But you also want to position yourself to own your time. So position yourself to write your own paycheck and to own your time. Because even if 
you have lots of money coming in. If you're working 70 hours a week and you're constantly stressed and you're managing a team and there's so many demands on you, you're not going to be able to end financial stress. It's just ongoing. So you also need to be able to own your time. And what I love about what we are doing at Kingdom Builders Academy is we are positioning leaders, Christian leaders, and ordinary Christians with a message, with a survivor story, with how-to advice. People are coming to you for advice and you're giving it away for free. Well, did you know that you can package that advice and you can now be able to offer the same thing that you were giving away for free, but now you're giving it you're giving it away and you're getting a paycheck and you are owning your time. So that's maybe an episode for another day. I know we've got an upcoming episode on how to get paid for advice you're currently giving away for free. But the main thing that I want you to really meditate on here is how am I going to position myself to write my own paycheck and to own my own time? And this is not a quick thing, okay? This is not like a five-minute thing. This is not something that we're going to do today or this week. But guess what? You can do it this month and next month and the month after that. And within three months, within 90 days, this is what we do for our clients all the time. 87% of our students get their first high paying clients within 90 days of coming into the Kingdom Builders Academy experience. So within 90 days, you can position yourself to write your own paycheck and own your time. Okay. But I want you to start thinking about that because that is absolutely key to ending financial stress. Now, if you don't write your own paycheck and own your own time, the first thing that it's really important to do is to admit that what you're doing right now isn't working. It's not working. And sometimes I find that people will go through years, even decades, doing the same things that aren't working, living under constant financial stress because they don't even just take a minute and pause a minute and go, wait a minute. What I'm doing, it isn't working. And I keep doing it. And I keep doing it week after week, month after month, year after year. And it's not getting any better. Okay. So pause for a second and ask yourself, is what I'm doing now working? Do I do I have financial freedom and do I have time freedom? And if the answer is no, then you have to admit that what you're doing now isn't working and you've got to be willing to change and you've got to be willing to do some things different. So if you find yourself in a dry desert place, you need a new paradigm. You need a better paradigm, a better model, a better way of doing things that's going to get you better results. And I want to speak right now specifically to our listeners who are in ministry. If you are in ministry in a full-time capacity, if you are a pastor, if you are an itinerant teacher, if you are a worship leader, if you are a youth leader, if you are a church administrator, if you are a parachurch leader, if you have your own nonprofit and you are serving in ministry, you, beloved, need a better paradigm for financing your ministry than donations. You need a better paradigm. And the good news is that we not only have a better paradigm for you today, God has a better paradigm for you. It's a biblical paradigm. And in fact, the Apostle Paul turned the world upside down with the message of the kingdom of God by financing his own ministry 
through tent making. He was a tent maker. He had a business. This was a minister who had a message who also had a business. He had a way of financing his ministry. Now, I want to introduce you to some of our students who position themselves to write their own paycheck and own their time and are financing their ministries through their own entrepreneurial businesses. These are all pastors, teachers, worship leaders, full-time ministry leaders. There in the middle, you see Zach and I with Coach Carol Yeen, who is from Canada, and she is in the pastoral work. Uh, Pastor David that you see up there in the in the left-hand corner, David Baker, the very first thing that he produced with Kingdom Builders Academy was a book. God told him, he had several books written, and God told him, I want you to start with the book that is came out of his prison chaplaincy days. He had written a book called, I'll Never Come Back Here Again. And, and David said, well, God, that doesn't sound like that's going to make a lot of money. And God said, you go with that as your first income stream. Right now, Pastor David has over 20 income streams that that he has developed through Kingdom Builders Academy that are all financing his ministry. But even that very first one has already produced over a half million dollars for him. All of these are six-figure income earners. There you see on the bottom left, Coach Michelle holding her $100,000 sword award. So we have a new award that we're giving away with Kingdom Builders Academy and man, we got a lot of swords to send out, but but Coach Michelle is holding her $100,000 sword award. She was in women's ministry for 17 years and struggled for 17 years to finance her ministry to the point where she was broken, broken, sitting at her desk crying, saying, God, I need a better paradigm. I need a better way. And she came into Kingdom Builders Academy, and now she is a six-figure coach. Dana Belcher is a worship leader. Eve Beauvais that you see on, on the bottom right, Dana's at the top right, Eve Beauvais is at the bottom right. He's just been in Kingdom Builders Academy in our inner circle for a little bit over a year. He made around $300,000 his first year in inner circle, never had a coaching program, but we showed him how to launch a high ticket coaching program. His first year in Kingdom Builders Academy, he served over 80 clients, hired five people to work with him. In the middle on the left, you see Dr. Guy Henry. He's a full-time missionary, and he's financing his ministry through his business that Kingdom Builders Academy showed him how to set up. And you also see here um, Coach Maggie, and she's been in Kingdom Builders Academy Inner Circle for about a year. She's also had, I think, over 80 clients. In fact, she just posted in our Facebook group yesterday that she just signed up another $2,500 client. And you also see Abram Gomez on the screen there, and he is a very anointed teacher. Again, he's also new with Kingdom Builders Academy, but they're all now financing their ministries through their businesses. And I want to say, in fact, I want Zach to say it, if you're a minister in any capacity, Zach, what do they need? If you're a minister in any capacity, you need a, a business, honestly. Like, the, to put it plainly, Coach Tam, like you've been saying, you've already got the gift, right? The fact that you could step out into ministry, the fact that you could speak and people would listen is validation that you can be an entrepreneur in this space, yeah. that you can be a thought leader. And yeah. if you have a way to finance your ministry, ministry is going to get a lot better. 
ministry is going to get a lot easier. Your ministry is going to go a lot further. You need a way to finance your ministry. And that's not donations, like you're saying, Coach Tam. Like, hey, like if donations come, that's great. But if you're going to, your plan is to go the next decade on donations, that's not your best option. Right, right. And um, I'll tell you, Zach, I just had dinner with some pastor friends of mine. They've been in the ministry since they were teenagers and full-time ministry since they were 19 years old. And now they're approaching 60. And I've, I've spoken to them many times and said, you've got books in you. You've got coaching programs in you. You've got mentorships um, in you. And you haven't done it. But let me ask you this. How prepared are you for your retirement? And they said, not at all. We have no health insurance and we have no retirement savings. Well, hey, at least at least they're still just about 60 and they have plenty of time to do it. But no matter where you are in your ministry continuum, you can start right now to position yourself to write your own paycheck and to own your time. All right. Here's the next thing I want you to get and I want you to get it, get it really good is stop telling yourself what you can't do, what you're not and making excuses that keep you stuck. So I did a coaching call a few years ago with a woman, and she said to me, well, you know, I don't feel like that that I could really do the things that you teach people how to do and write books and start coaching programs and be an influencer. And I said, why not? And she said, well, I'm chunky. She says, I'm chunky. I'm kind of chubby. And I said, okay and and she said well i i i work at a minimum wage job in a windowless cubicle i said okay and and she says i don't have any degrees i don't have any degrees or diplomas and i said girl you're just oprah and you don't know it you don't even know it and this woman said, okay, Tam, okay, Coach Tam. She says, I don't, I don't even have the money to hire you as a coach, but I'm going to go to some friends and I'm going to say, hey, I have the opportunity to be coached by a New York Times bestselling author. She's going to show me how to get on stages. She's going to help me create coaching programs. She's going to help me launch my own ministry. And I'm asking if you would partner with me and help me with the tuition for her program. And do you know, within two days, she had all the tuition she needed. She started in inner circle with us. And now Lakeisha Dixon is a powerhouse. She traded her minimum wage windowless cubicle for multi-million dollar influence. She's got best-selling books. She's got raving fans from around the world. Why? Because she stopped telling herself what she couldn't do, what she wasn't, and making excuses that kept her stuck. This is Pastor Don Clowers. When I met Don, he was in his 70s, and he told me that he was the pastor of a dying church, that he was unwinding his ministry, that he was he was getting his house in order so that he could go home and be with the Lord. And I said, Don, is that what you want? Is that really what you want? And he said, well, Coach Tam, my members are dying. And I said, well, more people are being born. Those are not the only people that you could ever reach. And I said, Don, tell me what you're doing now. He says, well, he says, I'm doing I'm doing a Sunday church service. And, uh, you know, I have a couple dozen members who come to that. And then I've got a couple dozen members who are housebound. So I'm doing a little a little webinar for them. I reach about 20 people. And I said, wouldn't you like to reach more people? And he said, well, yes, Tamara, I would. 
And I said, okay, Don, let's do it. Now, can I tell you within two weeks, he came into inner circle. Within two weeks, we showed him a few things to do where he was reaching 20,000 people a week. He went from 20 to 20,000 in two weeks. And now guess what, y'all? He is the largest mega church online pastor in the world for people 50 years old and older. He's the pastor of Experience Life Church and over 300,000 people a week watch him online. So don't tell me what you're not and what you can't do and make excuses that keep you stuck. You're not too chubby. You're not the wrong skin color. You're not too old. Guess what? You're not too young either. This is Brian Boucher. When he came into my inner circle, he was 24, 25 years old, and he was unemployed. And he had just found out that his wife had been cheating on him and and was fresh out of a tragic, terrible divorce. And he felt like, I've got nothing. I've got no money. My my personal life is in ruins. I'm unemployed. I have no income. Can I tell you that today he is hugely, hugely successful? In fact, Zachary, yesterday, Brian texted me and he sent me this picture. He said, I just bought this car for my 35th birthday. He is a best-selling author. He is coaching superstars, millionaires, corporate giants, titans. And he texted me, sent me this picture, and he texted me and he said, I've created a $100 million plus company. Well, that didn't animate right. (laughs) I've created a $100 million plus company and occupy the highest offices of influence Why, Brian? He says, because you were faithful to your calling and you invested in me. And I said, brother, you have created a hundred million dollar plus company and occupy the highest offices of influence because you were faithful to your calling and you invested in yourself. Stop telling yourself what you can't be, what you're not making excuses that keep you stuck. Invest in yourself, position yourself to write your own paycheck and to own your time. You can do it. And I want to tell you, don't let your fear destroy your future. Don't let it keep you from your future. Don't let your past determine and dictate your future. Okay. This is Sean. He's in my inner circle. He's in a wheelchair. He's paralyzed. And guess what? He is now coaching other disabled people on how to experience the joy of the Lord, how to experience prosperity, how to be free in spite of the things that could hold them back. This is Gary Weaver. He was in the California State Penitentiary auditioning for Inner Circle two weeks before he got released. He wasn't going to let his past dictate his future. This is Armada Pinkins. She's one of our great coaches in Inner Circle. And I I took a picture of this. She posted this in October of 2021. She said, I was born as the result of a rape to a 15-year-old. I survived childhood domestic violence, trauma, sexual abuse, rejection, abortion, shame, and divorce. Now through KBA, I will be used by God to help others. She wrote that when she was auditioning for inner circle, you guys. And guess what? That's exactly what she's doing right now. Don't let your past dictate your future. This is Adam Gunton. 
when I met Adam and when his sister sponsored him to to come into inner circle, she paid his tuition. He was 21 days off heroin, long-term heroin abuse. He was found dead. He was declared dead by by the emergency ambulance team that that responded to the call. And he was a new Christian, 21 days off of heroin. Adam Gunton put together a coaching program and curriculum called Recovered on Purpose. And now, you guys, he has just received a multi-million dollar grant from two huge companies so that he can help tens of thousands of addicts recover their lives and recover their futures. Don't tell me your sad story. I've got my own sad story, and so does everybody else who has succeeded. So you've got to stop telling yourself why you can't do something, why you're to this or to that. No, you're not. No, you're not. You are the redeemed of the Lord and let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Okay. You need to empower yourself in the things that God has said about you and start agreeing with God because there is no reason why you have to live in constant financial stress. There is no reason why you can't change your life. There is no reason why you can't change your financial circumstances. I don't care if you've been to prison, if you've been on heroin, if you were a product of rape, if you're disabled, if you're old, if you're young, I don't care. Because these people prove that you can do it too, and you can. Now, I want to tell you, I'm going to end on this thought here and pass it off to my co-hosts, who also have awesome things to share with you. Financial stress is not a money problem. People think it's a money problem, but it's not. Financial stress is not a money problem. It's a mindset problem. It's a mindset problem. It is the result of what you think about yourself, your circumstances, and your ability to change. Financial stress is the result of what you think about yourself, your circumstances, and your ability to change. I love it. That was that was incredible. I mean, such powerful testimonies. That might have been my favorite compilation of, of testimonies, and it was really illustrative of the point. And we share those because we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. You know, And those should inspire you. They should fire you up. And the thing that that really I had I had a number of things that you know we could have dove into today on this topic. We'll probably need to do another episode like this because there's really a lot to say about it. But the thing that that came to mind, the challenge that people have in creating finances and stepping out in business, because you know entrepreneurship, it's awesome. Like it's a biblical model. It's a a modern day model. It's a modern day marvel entrepreneurship and I guess all throughout history. But here's the thing that stops us is fear. Like fear is the thing that stops us. And you know, fear is sin. Yeah. Right. Like I think it's, it's one of those kind of like double-edged sword of sin is fear and pride. Right. Like, and I think that probably the thing holding, holding most people back from stepping out and creating the wealth, stepping out and doing their dreams, stepping out and doing the business, stepping out and having the ministry and the business that finances it. You know, a lot of people probably doing neither. And it's because of fear. Yeah. It's because of fear, you know, and, and like the Psalm says, fret not yourself for it tends only to evil. You know, fret not yourself. It only tends to evil. Anything that, that doesn't proceed from faith is sin, mm -hmm. you know? So when we're fearful about stepping out and, you know, taking the risk, I think the greater risk is not stepping out. <laughs> like, that's really what I think. And I think, oh, sure. you know, I want to hear, because I know Coach Coach Jillian has 
has a lot to to say from her experience about this. But one of the greatest blessings I had, and I think Jillian will be able to share the other side of the the coin. The one of the greatest blessings I had, Coach Tam, and being raised by you and my dad is showing the possibility. You know, just seeing what's possible. It's so doable, and being willing to do entrepreneurship, being willing to write your own paycheck, have your own business and having a really amazing business that there's no limit, there's no ceiling, there's no lid. And uh, you really modeled that so well. And I think it's really one of the greatest gifts from my childhood is, is seeing that and seeing what's possible. But honey, I know you've got something to share on this. That's you had a different perspective than I did growing up. Well, you know, we just talk a lot about, you know, building a brand, a business and a ministry. And I think people are either already doing or very comfortable either building a ministry or they already have one. So they're happy to expand it. Um, the idea around building a brand that will help, you know, create awareness around their ministry or expand the brand that they have. But I think the business prong is where people get stuck. And I just was recalling, you know, as Zach and I talked this morning about, you know, and I'd be, I'd be very interested, actually, if you, if for, for those of you who are live with us right now, if you could weigh in and say, did you grow up in a home where one or both, depending who whoever raised you, whether it was your aunt or your grandmother, or if you had a single mom or dad, please let us know in the chat just real quick. Were you raised by one or more true, genuine, bona fide entrepreneurs? I'm not talking about full-time ministry and I'm I'm just separating, okay? Don't, don't, get offended. I'm just saying not in ministry necessarily, not full-time pastors, but how many of you were raised by an entrepreneur? You had the same experience Coach Zach did growing up watching his mother, who was a serial entrepreneur. So let's just- It's like 80, 90% no. So there's a few yeses, but it's actually, I'm surprised actually. In our group of entrepreneurs- and entrepreneurs in training, it's uh, it's like 80% no, at least. So I was encouraging to me. I'm actually very encouraged by that because you don't need a history of entrepreneurship in your background to start a new legacy for future generations, for your future generations. Yeah, no, and it shows the faith, you know, the faith to, to break break the the paradigm and find that new paradigm. So that's awesome. So, you know, my thought was just, you know, I, I grew up with a single mom who grew up with a single mom and my mom did the very best that she, I believe, knew to do. She was working very hard. And for all of you who have been single parents, it is a lot, is a, a massive responsibility in the day to day. And, you know, I just remember I the stress financially and I remember the financial burden. I remember the really difficult difficult times. And when I was in my early 20s, I had shared, you know, previously, I remember my friend Eric who was a videographer that had said, "Listen, you could make a business out of this, producing television commercials and mini infomercials." And 
the idea of entre- you know entrepreneurship had never crossed my mind. And I just thought, well, I don't I don't think I could do that. Like I I don't think I could do that. I need to get a good job. You know, I already wait, wait, wait. I want to ask a question. Why did you think you couldn't do that? Because obviously the camera loves you. You're very articulate. Mm-hmm. You're super smart, one of the smartest people I've ever met quite honestly, Jillian. So mm-hmm. why did you think you can't do that? I think for a couple of reasons. One, I had never seen it modeled in any way in a, you know, in a, in a kind of a personal, I never had a mentor. I never had a coach. I never had anyone that modeled it. And so I had never seen it modeled. And I think, um, you know, number two would have probably just been the fear of like, I don't know, that's really risky. That's a really risky situation. Like, I have a job. I I have a job. Like I have a job. They give me a paycheck every week. I can count on that, right? That was my security. So just the idea of going into the wide open spaces. Um, but I'll tell you that I did do it. Okay, and- but wait, before you move on to the I did do it, I just mm-hmm. wanna I just wanna weigh in on on your reasons, okay? So one of those reasons was you didn't have the training, you didn't have somebody to model it for you. Jillian, that's a valid reason. That's a valid reason. The other one was just fear. And Mm. that is not a valid reason. So at that point, it was a coin toss. You had one good reason and one stupid, foolish reason. And it was a coin toss. So what made you step out and do it? Well, I, I had, I stayed in my job and Eric had said to me, well, like, well, what do you have to lose? And he was an, a small business entrepreneur And he said, I used to work for someone and now I work for myself and it's way better. He would say like, yeah, maybe he's like, sometimes I have to work more hours. He goes, but like, I also have a lot more freedom to decide how, you know, what that's going to look like. So when I, when I first started making commercials, I kept my, I kept my day job. And then, you know, I kind of moonlighted as someone who worked a lot of extra hours, but then eventually what I was doing, producing commercials and many infomercials and doing these things, it surpassed my income by double, you wow. know? So then, and my company was called The Media House. And I just remember thinking, and I remember every month I was 22 and I just thought, is this real? Like, is this real? And every month I, I kept working and I would add a client here and add a client there. And then eventually I was able to just do that. And I I, I remember just thinking, is this really real? Like, is this happening? But I just wanted to share with you that I do know what it's like to not come from a home or come from a place where you have it modeled or have someone mentoring you. And I was doing it without any real mentorship in terms of setting up a business and charging and what to charge. And I mean, it was unknown territory for me. But I think the greatest gift for me is what the what it will do for my children. And the conversations around Julia and Finley Grace, who are 11 and 7, you know, there's there's nothing wrong with having that first job and getting your work ethic. But when I shape the conversation for their future, it is about them being in business for themselves and being able to have impact and to be able to have freedom and to create that entrepreneur mindset in them. And that's a massive shift. And I know there's so many people who have kids and have grandkids and nieces and nephews and people that you mentor. So, you know, think 
about not only what, if it's new for you, what it could unlock in you and what could it do if you were the one who modeled it? What if you were the one who modeled it? What if you were the one who was the mentor? You could help so many people like you who maybe grew up without that. It, it could change their life and their children's life forever. Because I, I don't think, you know, Zach, I don't think that, you know, for kids who grow up, and you can tell me this, but for kids who grow up with a model of entrepreneurship and you see it working so well, I think it would be really hard, at least in my mind's eye, to imagine that you would say, you know what, I'm going to do data entry for the next 40 years in a windowless cubicle. Like, it's like, it's so contrary and contradictory to the mindset that you have because of what you saw modeled. So, you know, you can. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done, honestly, had I not been raised by entrepreneurs. I might have, you know, been a lawyer or something like that, you know. Done well, you might not have, too, because me being an entrepreneur enabled you to go to the very best private schools. And I was like Coach Jillian. Now, I wasn't raised by a single parent, but I was raised by by lower middle class parents. And my my dad sold cars and my mom really actually did have a lot of creativity and entrepreneurial skill, but she didn't use it to the degree that I believe that she was really capable of. So, you know, even taking that step of faith and starting to think about and positioning yourself to be able to write your own paycheck and own your own time how that's going to bless Jillian, like you said, the next generation, like it, it shapes them in a totally different way. But if I replicated what I grew up with, Zachary, you would have been in public school like I was in public school. You might have been a dropout like I was a dropout. You might have been on drugs like I was on drugs. Praise God that that I got saved at the age of 17 and that and that shifted my direction and destiny. But how much more advantageous is it for you who are parents and you who are grandparents and you who are mentoring the next generation to be able to empower them with a skill set that maybe you don't even have right now. But if you will position yourself to get it, if you will say, hey, I will I will be scrappy about it. I, I will put myself in the position to be mentored by people who know more than I do. And hey, if I have to pay for it, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to get scrappy. I'm going to sell something. I'm going to drive Uber. I'm going to do what I have to do to get myself in a position so that I can develop my skills, so that I can make more money, so that I can live a higher quality of life and not constantly be under financial stress. You got to change. You got to change. That's what it comes down to. And change can be difficult, but it is so worth it. It is so worth it. And it doesn't take all that that much time if you will do it the right way, which is putting yourself in a position of being mentored by competent coaches, people who know more than you do and who have a proven system that they will give to you that you can use. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is it's I love how you put it. It's a paradigm shift. You know, like this wasn't something like whether you were raised rich or raised poor or raised by entrepreneurs or ministers, single parents, two parents, doesn't matter. It's a paradigm shift, right? It's not biological it's not like oh this is the pattern and i've got to just follow the pattern it's a paradigm shift i'll leave we got to wrap here so i'll leave lakeisha who who we introduced today lakeisha last week said she got mad mad made a decision 
right? Like, so if you're mad with, with the circumstances that you're in and you realize I'm not using the right paradigm, right? It's, it's got, it doesn't mean anything about where you've been, what you've done, what your background is. You can adopt a new mindset. You can adopt a new paradigm. You can use a new model and you can make a decision and do something about it. So I love the conversation. We could keep this one going for a while, but we'll wrap for today and be back next week with another awesome episode of the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hi, this is Tamara Lowe, founder of Kingdom Builders Academy, here with a free gift for you, our loyal podcast listener. We're giving away free copies of my newest book, On Purpose, How to Find, Fund, and Fulfill Your Purpose. You can download your free copy right now at onpurposebook.com. That's www.onpurposebook.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast today. Join us again for our next exciting episode.